welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast, Clearedcast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates in our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. Hello, hello, Secret Squirrels, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Clearedcast where we're going to talk about getting back into the office. It's uh, maybe the elephant in the room for some. Uh, some have already been back in the office for some time. Uh, maybe some are uh, have agencies or employers that are thinking about going back to the office, but they're not sure what's going on in the news right now. Anyway, we're going to talk about all of those tips to help you get back into the office initially and then how to continue dealing with those coworkers if you're already back in the office. So with us today, we have Jill Hamilton, my lovely co-host. Jill, how are you feeling today? Doing okay. Doing right. <laughs> we work in the field, yeah, so we start. don't have to go back to the office necessarily. I know. <laughs> sure. Well, and if a lot so. of you have been experiencing that uh, flexibility and working from home, you know, getting started maybe a little bit earlier, uh, getting the kids ready for school, throwing in a load of laundry, doing those dishes, and now you're kind of having to uh, manage your time. Um, again, we're going to talk about all of those tips today. So we're going to have top, our top 10 tips that Jillia and I have uh, discussed prior to this podcast. But if you have any other tips, please feel free to send those to us or drop it in the comments for wherever you're listening to this episode of Cleared Cast. Um, so the first tip, uh, this is what, one of my personal favorites that I actually use on a daily basis, um, is just starting with the smallest task possible um, or the easiest task, one that you can check off that checklist. I love having checklists and checking things off. It makes me feel accomplished. It makes me feel productive. Um, some of you may think it opposite and you may want to get that hardest task done first. So you can, um, you can say that you have that off your list. What, what type are you, Jilly? Uh, it depends. I mean, if there are things that I keep putting off for a long time, I kind of, at some point I hit like a, a, I can't go any farther. I've got to get those off or my brain just keeps, it keeps like adding stress that sure. I know they're on there and I don't want to do them and they're going to take a while and I'm not giving them the time they need. But I, I can also like, if I, it helps me feel more accomplished on the list. I'm like, Oh, I got five things done. And then the momentum keeps going. So I totally, I totally get that. Sure. So I, I'm, I'm an easy person. I like to get those easy things checked off the list. So what is the next tip, Jill, that you have for us today? Number two, and number two is manage your internal dialogue. So uh, it's, which is even harder to do, I think, with the state of flux that everything is happening. Like, mm. um, I know some agencies were planning for September to be there back to the office, at least in flex mode, then lots of agencies like the DOD has been back since the spring and before that. Um, and so, but the recent news definitely has put everything um, a little bit more up in the air and there's a lot more flexibility we all have to have. Um, so you kind of have to be your own personal PR machine, you know, like, and tell yourself what you're going to reflect out to others because your attitudes picked up really easily if you dislike being back in the office, which for some people, they love it. That's how they function. 
Um, I know lots of people who would rather be there four to five days a week and others who would rather be there one day a week at most. Um, so everybody works differently, but like the worst way to communicate everything is just by complaining. Um, so it's not always easy to make lemonade out of lemons in life, but I think the pandemic's be- definitely about a giant um, <laughs> lemon Lemons. thrown in here. And yeah. <laughs> and so it's been hard to deal with. And I think complaining about how a com- your company is dealing with everything, um, as long as it's not going against, you know, laws and best practices and all that jazz, whatnot. But there's still a good way to communicate that. And I think managing your internal dialogue goes a long way in being seen as a team player and promoting a good uh, workplace environment. You don't want to be the reason why it's toxic, you know? (laughs) That's a great point. It starts with you and that those mantras that you tell yourself. I may look, (laughs) I may look like such a positive person on the outside, but I have to manage my internal dialogue sometimes, whether that's for my own self-esteem or if that's venting about, you know, whatever, uh, everybody can check themselves in that way. I, I do believe. Yeah. For sure. What's number three? Number three. Um, so make things easier for yourself. So <laughs> it sounds like I just like to make life really easy, which is not a bad thing. Um, but yeah. so make things easier in that. Uh, so if you usually take the metro into work, um, maybe take a cab if you can. Uh, just uh, skip the trip. Um, the uh, productive errand, errand that you have to do after work, just skip it. Um, wear something comfy. Those are a few of mine, I think. Uh, and in any way where it's not going to be detrimental to the productivity of your work, go ahead and just do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> yeah. Making it, making it's life a little smarter. bit easier where you can. Yeah. Work smarter, not always mm-hmm. harder, you know. Agreed. Use those brains, but yeah. Agreed. And there's great things like Grocery deliveries, all those things. I mean, I use them from working at home. So sure. <laughs> if, you, if you're back at the office, definitely use them. <laughs> right. Oh, the other thing I was going to say and make things easier, hit that snooze button if you want. I'm all about the snooze button. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, just make things easier on yourself. Uh, that's a personal fave of mine. Yeah, was not expecting. Sorry to scare you, Jill. When's the last time you heard an alarm clock? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I set my alarms to like softer sounds. Then I don't feel as bad making them snooze or waking other people up if I hit the snooze 20 times, you know. All right, that's your, that's your, I would get out of bed for that. That, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Uh, All right, so number four. Number four. So I think this one's good, whether you're at home or at the office, but block away like time on the first hour you're at work, block distractions um, from what from what you're working on. Just so you can get up to speed with things, look over your priorities. Um, that first hour at your desk will really set the tone for the rest of your day. So, you know, use out of office me- your message if you have to. Um But that way you either can set aside the time to work on the most challenging tasks that require like your freshest brain. I mean, for me, I'm definitely a morning person when I'm writing or working on something. Usually that's my best time. Um, Or after 10 o'clock at night with 
a different drink by my side sure. <laughs> instead of coffee. But, um, and, and then like work on your list for that day too. So you have a clear game plan of what you're doing. Um, it really can help you be more productive, start to finish, just blocking off an hour and trying not to have meetings first thing in the morning. No one wants an eight o'clock meeting. It Who never does? makes you happy to have an eight o'clock meeting. do that? I don't know. It's pretty common in some offices and agencies. So uh, it drives it, me I can nuts. Tell you it, it doesn't put a smile on people's faces. That's for sure. You just stole like their best time of the day to like sit there and drink coffee and right. uh, make a list and work on something and be productive and put them in a meeting. It's not the tone you want for the rest of the day. So, oh. And I do know a lot of, uh, like you said, companies and agencies that do operate in that mindset. Maybe it's time to do a survey of your employees that have to attend those 8 a.m. meetings because maybe it is taking yeah. away from their productivity. Like you, I love to drink my morning coffee. I love to go through my emails, block out those distractions because that is an issue that I have even working from home. But, you know, going back to the office, I'm sure it's a change or some growing pains, feeling like you need to respond to everything as it comes in. And that mm-hmm. is, shouldn't really be the expectation if you have mm-hmm. other, I mean, if it's a high priority, obviously that's different. But if yeah. you have other projects that you're trying to get done or that you have um, that you need to do, uh, those yeah. other minuscule emails can sort of stay off to the side for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say the only thing worse than an eight o'clock meeting is an eight o'clock meeting at the Pentagon yeah. <laughs> where you have to take um, Pentagon transportation over and sure. factor that in. It just totally derails probably your whole day if for people who work in different locations around DC and then they have to be over there for eight o'clock because yeah. Somebody higher up the chain, that's their schedule for the day. So yeah. you don't always get to pick those meeting times, but maybe block off your calendar if you can. Like, oh, yeah. that never looks open. Sorry. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> We're booked. There's another little tip that you didn't hear from us. <laughs> block off the times that aren't yeah. necessarily yeah. blocked off. <laughs> well, okay. Number five. Um Ask for the support that you need uh, from your partner, your friends, your family, your significant other. Um, even if it's just a, a you can do it pep talk, or if you know you need to change the schedule for your outside of work activities, just so you can sort of rejuvenate, recuperate uh, as you're transitioning back into the workplace. Um, you know, ask for support, ask for help, and. Uh, help to manage those outside of work activities um, and, you know, change up the schedule if you need to. Uh, I have no problem asking for help from my significant other, but um, that that can be helpful. Uh, What -hmm. about you, Jill? I I know that you probably have crazy schedules uh, transitioning back to the office. How would that even work? Yeah, it's just definitely a lot of communication, managing logistics, Um, but you're right, like figuring out who's on first, second, third and where people need to go. Cause with us, we got four kids. So, um, it does take a little bit of logistical, you know, juggling, but it's, it's doable. And, and, and I like that, uh, Hey, I need some help. A little bit of a, you can do it (laughs) (laughs) somebody because sometimes you need to hear that. So that's a, I think it's a good reminder, um, just to. It's okay to vent to others and um, get a little feedback from them. So 
Sure. Yeah. Uh, rely on the support system that uh, was built in, aka your family and friends, um, mm-hmm. or a therapist. You know, that's no yeah. lo- no longer taboo to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And, so, or if you don't have it too, work on get like find different ways to build that in to, so that you can start having that like a mentor sure. um, that you can talk to them about different ways of like, you know, especially like a single parent, you know, if there's just different ways to get back into the office and manage everything, a mentor at work or professionally that you're connected with, even like on LinkedIn or something might be able to give you some feedback on how to make this transition back work better for you. So absolutely. No, all great, all great points. So number six or six tip. Number six. Yeah. So if you're back in the office, don't feel like you have to talk to everybody all the time. Um, I think that's the the nice thing about being at home. A lot of times it's like you can kind of manage how much chatter you get. Like, oh I didn't see your chat, <laughs> your, your your message to me. Didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't look at it, but I didn't see it. Um, anyway, uh, so like it's it's great because like aside from that that little the messaging box, you really don't always get all the different things from your coworkers. Um, I mean, you may have roommates, pets, um, or kids, you know, at the home office, but you don't get those. We call them the flybys, where hey, you got a quick second yeah. to hear about X, Y, Z. I just want to update you on this project. Those drop-ins aren't as common. Um, so I think when you get back, managing that's definitely challenging. Um, so I think you can feel free to reschedule people when they stop by and like say, sure, let's chat in like 15 minutes. And then or like, and then make sure that you're not doing the same thing too, where if you're like, oh, I should talk to this, I should talk to accounting about this project that we're coming up against the the ceiling about for this for this and shoot them an email and ask them if they have time to talk about it. just like you would if you were all working at home like you're not going to facetime or video chat somebody at home without checking with them usually or you shouldn't fyi you shouldn't <laughs> but, um, um you know like you can you can make people schedule that and you can set the standard for that like if you start doing that too maybe people will catch on um, or just don't make eye contact with them. Just trying to just avert your eye. No, just kidding. Don't do that. That's <laughs> You'll be that person. <laughs> My favorite from Doctrine Man's article last week was, uh, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not antisocial. I just hate people. Like, <laughs> I vibe with that really hard sometimes. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Does anybody, I mean, we, I feel like we have to rewrite the whole rules book on working from home. And does anybody really like a Zoom happy hour? Have you attended one, Jill? A Zoom happy oh, hour? Oh, I try Is not to. Yeah. Who People likes do it? I, I don't, I don't understand. My mind just doesn't wrap itself around um, what's supposed to be accomplished over a Zoom happy hour. I mean, you saw me in a normal happy hour and then you stick me on Zoom in a happy hour. And I'm like, I, I mean, I like people. <laughs> it's just, man, like, I don't, yeah. It feels like Cause a then chore. You, what if two people, I know. And then if two people start talking at the same time, like, oh, oh no, no, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'm not going to tell that story anymore because it's just cut, you know, like you can't talk. Oh, like it's, just, it's gone. So I don't know. Yeah, it's just even if you stuck people in breakout rooms, I think it just makes me want to break out. 
<laughs> and be free. <laughs> perfect. So, yeah, say no to those. All right. Well, great. Right, what do you got for number seven? Yeah, number seven. Um, so, another from my personal life: be of service to someone else at work. Um, if helping others is your jam, helping others is my jam. Uh, I promise it's not the procrastinator in me, but if I can collaborate with someone and help them on a project, or I know that's on my to-do list, I know that's going to make me feel good um, selfishly. So uh, that's one thing that um, I think might be helpful for others when they go back to the workplace. Um, Just helping others. Uh, Again, I don't know if that's procrastinating. Is that procrastinating? That probably is procrastinating. I don't think it's, I don't think it's progressing. I actually have a, an article in waiting. Um, so maybe they published by this point <laughs> when we go live, but like at the same time, like, I think, um, you just don't know where other people are. I think mm-hmm. they're, they're acting in different, like everything, you don't know what problems they have going on. And so your helpfulness can go a long ways and just making them feel heard or feel understood. So I always think that that's a good thing to do. I don't think you can lose just helping other people out. Right. So no, of course, that's a and good tip, especially now, um, you know, maybe they're really having a terrible transition back to the workplace mm-hmm. or just, you know, with yeah. pandemic life in general. Um, so now it's just a, it's a good time to step back and help, help another person out. So that's, that's my tip. Yeah. That's good. All right. We're at number eight. So take breaks, vest in uh, self-care. Um, I think sometimes once you get back and you have a commute involved, it can be harder to get to the gym, go for a walk. Um, but you got to be the boss of your calendar. Sure. <laughs> um, so schedule those times and when those breaks are. So if you have a gym on site, I know some people, but some agencies have that. Um, make sure that that's part of your day just to go work out. Um fit that back in. So it's not, I mean, it was, I think, I feel like it was a little bit easier to do when we were all at home. Um, I mean, obviously not get into the gym. Uh, that was a little bit harder, mm-hmm. but um, you just have to put that onto your, onto your schedule or go get coffee. If you're not into working out, Which is, no, I hear you on that. Uh, go get some coffee and step away. You can always just take something else to work there. You know, like a good, a good book that you're reading for work to switch gears in your mind. Um, sometimes it just helps to take a step away and let your brain switch gears and stuff. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when I used to work, uh, the last office I worked in, um, after I, I think it was on the hour or after I had so many phone calls or interviews with candidates, I would take a walk around the trails that were located near the contractor's office. Um, So yeah, incentivize yourself with a treat, whatever your treat of choice is. (laughs) Give yourself a cookie. <laughs> Buy yourself a cake. <laughs> I don't know. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay. So um, number nine, uh, remember why you are working in the first place. Uh, one thing me and my, we don't have any kids yet, but uh, me and my significant other, we love to go on trips. So plan that trip, something that you're looking forward to. Remember that's what you're working for. Um, or if it's your family or if it's your, your fur baby, um, just remember what, you know, keep in mind uh, why you're working in the first place. I have a bunch of photos tacked up in my office, tack up a photo if you'd like. 
Um, but remember that motivation. If you're having that hard day or, um, you know, uh, uh, that maybe your workplace is toxic and you're trying to manage that as you're transitioning back, just, you know, keep, keep that in mind while you're working in the first place. That's good. Know your why. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, number 10, um, I think being a team player, um, like finding ways to plug the holes on the team um, is a great thing to remember as you all come back in a little bit together more, uh, whether it's through hybrid options or um, even at back end of 100 um, percent. I, I tend to think being at home can be a little bit more individualized. You're kind of focused on your own personal tasks. And then when you come back all together, all those differences can shine a little bit more. <laughs> shines a nice way of looking at it, you know? Um, so like, I think look at how you personally function and what works best for you and what your style is, and then kind of see how the other team works and see where you can maybe even adapt just to make the team more functional. Um, I think a sign of leadership is doing what's best for the team and, and meeting the shared mission as opposed to just always centrally focused on what is it's best for me and finding a job that's, but I mean, you want things to work for you. Those are all important things, but you also have to work with others and be on the team, whether or not whether or not you like people. <laughs> so, um, like finding that that um, the ways to, to fill those different gaps and um, make sure that the whole team succeeds can go a long way to making that transition good for you and good for everybody too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's not a matter of being dumped on or being taken advantage of. I think just it's. Kind of goes back to that helpfulness that you pointed out as well, like to be thinking of others and the whole the whole team. So absolutely, that's number ten. We're all on the same team, and I think you know when things tend to feel a little divisive or divided, um, you know, within a society, it's easy to think one man for themselves. But we all need to remember that we're on the same team. Um, if we're all working in this industry, we have a why that, you know, why we care about national security or defense or the safety of the American people. So remember all those things. Be a team player. Just be nice. Don't be mean people. Go help somebody out. Those are all our tips. Um, if you have other tips that we didn't list, we want to hear them. Please drop them in the comments. And to look forward for more tips as we try to figure out what the heck is going to go, what's going to happen in the future, you can visit news.clearancejobs.com. Bye.